Hey, drugs are indeed everywhere. I'm Murph. I'm a former heroin addict, current alcoholic, and you're tuned into Self-Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast about drugs and the people who use them. As always, this program is inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experience using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years, and enlightened by my special guests. And ho, <laughs> Oh, that hacking, that sad hacking is a signal that, uh, yet again, there is no enlightenment on the program this week. And you want to know why? Listen, here's the deal. I'm going solo again because what happened this past weekend is I took some mushrooms with a Pennsylvania state trooper at my brother's bachelor party. And so, you know, uh, there's no guest. I mean, let's just leave it at that. That's not what this show's about. I just wanted to let you know what I was up to this past week. Not getting an enlightening guest, but enlightening myself uh, by by taking a, a psychedelic journey with uh, some law enforcement. And, you know, it also got me thinking about uh, the, the recent attacks here on, on Measure 110. So I wanted to do an episode um, on, on uh, 110, which, uh, of course, is the is the groundbreaking historic law that was passed here in in the state of Oregon uh, just uh, back in 2020 I believe it was was it 3 years ago when when the hell was this passed I should pull this this information up but you have it out there it recently it was it was passed measure 110 and it decriminalized possession of of small amounts of of drugs you know for personal use all drugs any drugs cuz you know this this one at a time nonsense is is really we're going to decriminalize cannabis and then we're going to get to the, to the, the, the you know, psilocybin mushrooms and then we might get to ketamine and we'll get to MDMA. Uh, let's just fucking get there. Let's get there. Let's decriminalize. And, you know, the whole point of Measure 110 was to take a different approach than the punitive war on drugs efforts that we've seen fail time and time again around the country or succeed. Depending on who you ask, you know, it's uh, what are your goals there? If your goals are to take care of, of your fellow human beings, then the war on drugs has failed. But if, you know, if you're if you're in it to win it, then uh, it's been a very profitable venture for for lots of the uh, military industrial complex, the prison industrial complex, the rehab industrial complex, the weekly dose podcast industrial complex. Uh, but here's the deal. Measure 110. It's under attack. You know, it's 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 a it's a baby of a law, you know, brand new. You know, there's there's fucking laws on the books that are that have been heinous for for generations, and they're they're still sitting there. Nobody's hemming and hawing about about a lot of these these laws. You look, dig up the books, whatever state you're in out there, pick up the books, take a look. There's a lot of nonsense on the books. There's a lot of shit laws that we're not uh, we're not ready to overturn just yet. But Measure One Ten, of course, who a lightning rod, a lightning rod. So here in Oregon. Right out of the gates, as soon as it was passed, you had the pushback. People coming out, oh, I mean, yesterday, Measure 110 went into effect, and today, huh, there's still some problems out there. I mean, I can't even, I can't even get down to a Cracker Barrel. I can, you know, all these, these stores downtown are shut. All these junkies are running free around the streets, just shooting up everywhere. Downtown is a cesspool. I can't get into Cracker Barrel. I can't go into Victoria's Secret. To buy my my uh, my sweetheart a little a little uh, unmentionable or two, I can't get in there. It's closed. All the sh- stores are closed because the fucking downtown is 
It's a, it's a post-apocalyptic scenario. The junkies have taken over. They're running wild. Measure 110. Lock them all up. Throw them in a sack. Throw them down in the river. We need, we need to get them in the Columbia River. Float them downstream. Uh, that's, you know, ostensibly, you got Measure 110 on one hand, and you got to throw a bunch of, you know, every junkie in, in, the, in the state of Oregon into a big old sack, a burlap sack, tie it up tight, fling it into the Columbia River, let it, let it float downstream. You know, and that's uh, and that's those are the two options, really. Uh, so, you know, people still trying to go backwards. They're trying to repeal 110 in, in a lot of ways. And I'll tell you, you know, the media is always has fun. The local media, especially having some fun taking their pot shots at, at 110 over the last few years. Like I said, right out of the gates, didn't really give it much of a breath. And I'll just preface this before I get into all the nonsense coming from the local news here. I just want to say measure 110. You know, for those of you who don't know, I don't know if I did a good enough job explaining in the beginning. You get it. Decriminalized possession of, of, of drugs. But there was a caveat in here and an important one, because this is what seems to be just sticking in people's craws. They're, they're coming out guns blazing, not even giving it a chance out of the gates here. So this week is all about Measure 110. And we're just going to explore the depths, the one side, the other side, because there's a lot of media coverage Locally, especially coming in, uh, coming on Measure One Ten, but you know, as always, we've got to give it the proper coverage on the Substance Report. This is the question: Do junkies' lives matter? This piece here, Lucas Manfield from Willamette Week. The title of this this number here is: Few drug offenders bother calling a treatment hotline to have their fines for possession waived. Measure One Ten citations were supposed to direct people to treatment. Only five people in Multnomah County have taken up the offer. So, you know, here's this is the thing. This is what they're fucking caught up on. This is what everybody's, uh, you know, all all uh, all up in a piss. They're all up in the piss pool here. Waist deep, just wading around in the pissy pool because it says Portlanders can, can be forgiven for not realizing that hard drugs remain illegal in Oregon. Despite the passage of Measure 110, people caught with small amounts of meth or cocaine are supposed to be issued citations. Yeah, we know what the deal is. And the recipient then chooses. So this is the caveat that stinks to begin with. So the idea here is that people caught with small amounts of, of, of whatever substance are supposed to be issued citations. And then the recipient chooses between a $100 fine or call in a number uh, for addiction treatment. And it says if that detail remains hazy, it's because Portland police have issued only about 500 citations for possession since the new law went into effect. So here's the problem with this that I have. Now, I know, look, for the people fighting for this, to get Measure 110 through, we had uh, Haven Wheelock, uh, one of the one of the frontline warriors there for the uh, for the for the passage of, of 110. We had her on the program a while back. I'd love to actually have her back on now to, uh, that, that there's there's so much blowback coming in, in the local news here. Uh, but yeah, I would love to ask her because this to me, the citation thing, this, this to me feels, you know, it's a compromise of whatever it's 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 a it's a OK, look. We're going to decriminalize. What do we got to do? A $100 fine or, or they go to addiction treatment? This is supposed to be the, the, the carrot, the stick and whatnot. I mean, but this is nonsense. Number one, people are having a hard enough time out there on the street. A $100 fine. I mean, you know, I'll fucking wipe my ass with that. You know, I, I've, been, I've been in situations where it's like 100 bucks. No, I mean, who, you know, you're not even going to respond to it, which, of course, if you fall that long enough, it's like, yeah, it's still tying you up in the system. They're pissed off that the cops aren't writing enough of them. The cops don't want to be fucking writing these goddamn citations. So it's like, well, wasn't the whole idea here to separate Johnny Law from the, from the drug users out there on the streets? That, that, that we, we, we don't want them interacting. That's the whole point. 
So now they're going to hassle people for a hundred dollar fine. That was the, that was the compromise, I suppose, by the opponents of Measure One Ten. Was like, all right, all right, all right, fine, 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 fine. You got the votes. You got the votes. But hundred dollar fine. You got it. You got to do at least a hundred off. It's got to be a civil matter at least. If it's not a criminal matter, it's still a matter that I need to weigh in on and that civility needs to weigh in on. For a hundred dollars, you got to rake people, shake them down. Or they call a number for addiction treatment. I mean, this, this is the nonsense. This is the coerced shit that, again, does not work. Whether or not they're going to write these fuckers, they could write 5,000 citations, 500,000. I don't give a goddamn how many they're writing. But Lucas Manfield here at Willamette Week is, is obsessed with the number of citations. He's demanding that the cops get out there and write more citations. And look, the whole point is we're going away from that. And let's, how about the funding? Where, where's, the, where's the piece from, from Lucas Manfield Where's the outrage over, over the fact that the funding has yet to trickle out? It's just starting to now. I mean, this is, this is a few years it's been tied up. Where's the fucking, where's the, where's the outrage behind that? This is, this is life or death for people. This is getting people well. This is taking care of people versus, well, let's, you know, the funding's not coming out. So let's just, uh, let's shake them down for a hundred bucks uh, here. Lucas Manfield, God bless him. Come on, Lucas, write a, write a piece, write an out. If you want to, you want to piss and moan, there's plenty to piss and moan about. Uh, you don't need to, to get stuck on these $100 fucking citations, for Christ's sake. They're not going to work. You backpedal. You, you take the, the punishment down, but you can't let it go. You can't let it all the way go, can you? Ooh, you can't. You just got to spank that bottom a little bit. You got to spank people's bottoms just a little bit, don't you? You sick fuck. You just, you'll never be satisfied, you know? That's, that's just the way it is. There's always going to be a little bit of... na 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 ah da na na Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ooh, shame, shame. $100. Come on, pony up. Or you go and you call that treatment. You call this 900 number. 1-900. Chunkies for Christ. Uh, you know, and you better accept him and you better do it now or <laughs> pony up $100. It's like a sick uh, monopoly. A community chest or a chance card. One of those fucking things. Turns up, oh, well, looks like you're, uh, you know, you survived another uh, another day on the streets. The trank didn't get you. The fentanyl didn't get you. You're just trying to live your life. You're just trying to hold on to your fucking dignity, for Christ's sake. But no, no, you've pulled the card. $100. Or you call 1-900. Junkies, for Christ. You got to abstain now or you're going, you're going down. And I say, you know what? Fuck you. Put me in the burlap sack. Float me down the river. Fucking take that hundred dollars from my wet, dead hand. Uh, all right, we're gonna move on to the the main event here, which is a local news piece from the KGW. This is still hammering on Measure One Ten. There was a study recently, and this study, I mean, Jesus Christ, with this study. Uh, well, here, this uh, my buddy Pat Doris. He's gonna set it up here for you. So let's just take a look at uh, more haymakers being thrown here at, at Measure One Ten. I'm Pat Doris. Welcome to the story. You know, over the last nine years, Oregon has tinkered three times with the laws surrounding low-level drug possession. If you ask police, the first two really did not mess too much with the way that they enforce drug crimes. But that third one, Measure 110, oh yeah, they feel it's done a real number on the justice system and a bunch of communities. Portland State University researchers have been talking to them recently. They are partway through a three-year study on Measure 110. Their first report is out now, and that is our big story tonight. Oh, 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 oh Pat Doris, Pat Doris, the big story. 
That's the beat. That's the beat Pat Doris needs. Now, let me just, uh, before we dive in here, just, just of note, so just to clarify here, the research that was done here was talking to law enforcement. Because, you know, that's, that's, that's research. That's, you go right to the source here. So they're basically just asking cops, hey, what do you think of Measure 110? So that's, that's a hell of a, a study. Glad that, the, that the, the top minds, the university minds are, are, are on this one here. The results probably were not going to surprise you, no matter no, what side no. of this issue that you're on. Most cops in Oregon feel like Measure 110 is a complete failure. Well, sure, sure. But the researchers say, hold on, it's too soon to say that for sure. We'll show you the study results in a moment, but first some background. There are three researchers from PSU looking at the impacts of Measure 110. Their efforts being paid for by the U.S. Department of Justice. This is going to go on for three years. I'm sorry, paid for by the uh, the DOJ. I see. Well, I wonder why they're interviewing a bunch of cops. I wonder why the whole fucking study. I mean, you know, that tracks. I had a chance to talk with one of the PSU professors today. His name is Christopher Campbell. He said that officers don't think Measure 110 is working because in part, people who have a problem with drugs are not getting help. One of the major things that we found was that officers are skeptical of how decriminalization can motivate people to voluntarily seek treatment. One of the major things we found was, you know, the research that we did, which was just, you know, calling up the cops. This is being passed off as research. This is being sold by the media as the story. I mean, Pat, come on. For instance, one officer that we spoke to uh, from an urban uh, sheriff's office. Just one random sheriff out there. What, what, did, what did he say? What did your research tell you there, pal? They believe Measure 110 took away the system's ability to help people recognize their rock bottom, so to speak, and kickstart a new life void of drug Classic use. Classic rock bottom. You just, you gotta hit it. You gotta hit it. Whatever it is for you, you gotta hit it. You gotta hit that rock bottom before you can... Start the, the steps, the 12 steps up, back up, out of the muck, out of the mire, back into decent company, into polite society. You've got to hit that rock bottom. This sheriff knows. He gets it. So this, along with many other reasons, leave officers feeling like giving out citations isn't really worth their time. Well, yeah, it's not worth anybody's fucking time. Who's, who's going to say that's worth the time? I'm glad, I'm glad they, they realize that. It's not worth anybody's time. The citations are nonsense. We agree. From people on the street, they think those citations are a joke. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm right here telling you those citations are a joke. So we're all on the same page about that. So what's going on here? The researchers came away with five main themes from talking with police. Oh, there's five themes. Okay. So this research, good, good, good. So we've got the bullet points here. Here are the five big takeaways from this DOJ-funded study on Measure 110. Number one, officers feel when they find someone with user amounts of drugs, Measure 110 now takes away their probable cause to search for other crimes related to drugs. Oh, fuck. Well, this is a big one. I mean, because, you know, that, that's, that's always been a great excuse to just, whew, to just take off the gloves and just have a go at people. You know what I mean? There's always such a great, easy cops could just fucking plant, just plant drugs and they've all the probable cause they need, bust down the door, they bring in the canines, they bring in the DEA battering rams coming through, you know, babies crying, mothers being fucking mowed down by the militarized law enforcement agencies because there's, you know, a little bit of little bit of powder in the in the home so you know that that's uh that's gone they can't do that anymore which that's it's unfortunate 
Also, it's harder to find informants who will help them get to the big drug dealers and distributors. Measure 110, police say, took away their bargaining power with street-level users. They can't threaten them with court punishments if they don't cooperate as informants. Oh, no more snitches. Oh, shucks. Well, you know, that's a real bummer. No more fucking snitches. They'll say what they need to say under, under pressure of, and, and threat of incarceration. If you've ever had your freedom taken away for even a moment under any circumstances, uh, it's a hell of a boot to put on that neck. And, you know, so people say a lot of fucking things when they're desperate. So, you know, these historically reliable informants are just are, are they're gone now. And those first two issues, police say, also led to this third issue, which is a drop in proactive policing. Proactive policing. Who's that? Is that Rudy Giuliani I hear over there? Proactive policing. We know what that means. If you don't see a crime, you make a crime. You, you plant some drugs on somebody and you get an informant to just go into court and say what you need to say. I mean, this was all, this was the blueprint. You know, this is how it's done for many, many years. Time-tested police tactics. Uh, that Gone. I mean, this is a shame. They also feel Measure 110 is all carrot and no stick. All carrot and no stick. Imagine that. Just... Vitamin E, free and clear, vitamin E, no need to, no need to trot around with, spanked with a stick. Just fucking eat a carrot. You got carrots? Let's have some carrots. Let's sit down and eat some carrots. Any crisis, a little carrot cake maybe. Enjoy your carrots. We don't need sticks. We don't need sticks with the fucking carrots, do we? And some officers are hesitant to issue Measure 110 citations. They think it's a waste of time. It is. Patty, patty, patty. It is a waste of time. We all agree. I mean, everybody thinks it's a waste of time. Great. Enough with the fucking citations. How about that? Get the funding in, change people's material conditions, offer actual aid to people. Get them a full belly of carrots and put a little light at the end of that tunnel. Is that asking too much? Jesus. What about that spike in drug-related deaths in Oregon? The study includes this graph that shows a climbing number of drug-related deaths beginning during COVID, but then really taking off after the passage of Measure 110. Listen, but here's the deal. Brother, that's in other states where, where they've doubled down on the war on drugs. So what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? You see, and again, if you don't get the aid to people, if you don't get the resources to people who need them, and you just let them out there and they still have a poison fucking drug supply, yeah, people are going to, th that's not, but that happens in states where they've doubled down, where they have not. There is no measure once the opposite of 110 in some states. They've upped the, 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 the fentanyl, the, the drug delivery resulting in death charges. The states who've gone overboard the other way, also seeing spikes in overdose. So this is a... What is this? What is this proof? Nothing. And anytime we talk about Measure 110, you have lots to say on you both bet sides. I do, so buddy here's boy. Your chance. What do you think of this new study? Are you surprised? Do you think decriminalizing is working or not? Call and leave me a voicemail, will you? We love hearing your opinion. The voicemail number is 503-226-5090. I'd love to hear from you. Ah, oh, hell, Pat, I'd love that too. So we're going to end this episode with a little phone call from me to you. Thanks for calling the viewer question and comment line for The Story on KGW-TV. I'm Pat Doris. This is the place to let us know what you are thinking. Just remember, by leaving your message, you are also giving us permission to use your first name and your voice on the air. Thanks again for interacting with us. We appreciate it. None of us is smarter than all of us, and you are a big part of what we do. I look forward to hearing what you have to say. Oh, Patty, 
Murphy from the Weekly Dose podcast. You know, I just finished watching your segment, The Story, there in primetime on KGW, the one you did on Measure 110. And I got to tell you, even for some thinly veiled copaganda, whoo, buddy boy, that was garbage. And the only reason I took the time to call in and tell you is because your fucking bullshit is killing people. I poked holes all over your shit nest of lies there. You can listen to it on the Weekly Dose podcast if you care to. And, hey, I welcome you. Any of your contacts in law enforcement, any of your researchers, experts, etc. that you got on the story there on KGW, I welcome any of you to come on the Weekly Dose podcast anytime and we can hash this out for real. All right, Pat. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let you get to it. Anytime you want to chat, 443-MK-ULTRA. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Oh, man. Well, that's my story for you, sir. And I appreciated your story coming to me. The story, as a matter of fact. Oh, let's trade stories, shall we, as we walk to the riverbanks. And we follow this stick. And at the end of the stick, maybe it's a carrot. Maybe it's a $100 citation. Or maybe it's just... The entrance to the burlap sack, and we step inside and get tied up and floated away down the river. How's that for drug policy, Patty D? Oh, my word. Well, yeah, that number again. Listen, if you want to leave them a message, maybe more coherent or less coherent than the one I did. That number again is 503-226-5090. That's 503-226-5090 is the voicemail line. For the story and Pat Doris. And while you're at it, you know, just keep the keep the horn dialing there. 443 MK Ultra. Leave me a message. You know, maybe you cross your streams. Maybe you leave Pat a message for 443 MK Ultra. Maybe you leave me a message for Patty Boy. I mean, hey, let's get wild, okay? It's all about madness. They're pounded on measure 110. We can't let them. We, we got to at least let some of that those resources and that funding come in for the love of almighty Christ. Anyhow, uh, leave me a message. Leave him a message. Thank you so much. I'll be back next week. Stay tuned. I promise you I got some guests coming in. For real. Some enlightenment will return to the program. I got some dynamite guests coming up, I promise you. And look, I do you believe me? Probably not. Probably like this motherfucker. He's going to come back. There'll be no guests. He keeps talking about guests. But either way, fuck it. I hope to see you back next week. Thank you so much this week for tuning in to your weekly dose. Hey, America, there's no use of sleeping with your children, with your daughters, with your sons, and with your husband. Self-Medicated Weekly Dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the Self-Medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top-shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye.